I understand the severity of climate change, but I think I'm really in on global warming. What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, joined here by Lorenzo, and it's a beautiful day. Christmas just happened, and we are on to 2022. How are we doing? I'm feeling very merry, very holly. New Year okay. season now. The week after Christmas leading into New Year's, weirdest time of the year. Yeah, it depression. Oh, dude, post-holiday post depression, depression is real. It really yeah. gets to you. It really does. Now... Can I get something off my chest right right away? Sure, I could pull it off for you, but if you just want to toss it, go for it. Yeah, it's not my shirt. Damn it. I understand the severity of climate change, but I think I'm really in on global warming. We made a pact to each other to always check each other before we get canceled, and it feels yeah. like I should check you right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I understand it is a really important crisis in every oh. facet. Oh, no. There's no but I'm so down for nice weather all year round. 60 in December is nice until you realize, oh, we're going to drown and we're just going to lose Florida. <laughs> Get a bathing suit. Oh, we lost Florida. Oh, no. Yo, don't start. This seems like a win-win. Don't start. The Tampa Bay Rays fans on Twitter will come for you, dude. They come at you. Do people defend Florida? I feel like if you're oh, from yeah. Florida, you know you know Florida is something else. No, I saw people defending Florida. Like, there was that whole uh, Jake Paul event in Florida this weekend, and I, there, mm -hmm. people were like, this is the worst thing to ever happen to Tampa Bay. And I was like, really? <laughs> That's, the, That's worst the worst thing? I was like, I got, like, eight things I could say wrong. Have you seen the Rays Stadium? Oh, brutal, dude. It was so funny to me, though. I couldn't stop laughing. But I agree. It's oddly nice weather. I could use yeah. a little snow, if I'm being honest. I'm a snow guy. We we live in Massachusetts. It snows a lot. It's, it's cold. Yeah. It's been – I'm out playing wiffle ball every day in December, it's, and it's just nice. I'm wearing shorts right now. I'm actually not wearing anything. I'm wearing underwear. That's pretty fire. You're also one of those yeah. people, though, I feel like, who goes out when it's like 12 degrees and, like, slides in shorts to get the mail just to really prove a point. Yeah. One of our friends in college told me this story one time. I think you were there. It might have been on our old radio show. Shut up with sports with Jack and the other guys. Yeah, of course. Always Which also, I'm going out on a, I'm, yeah, I'm going on a tangent here. When I came up with that name, I didn't really think anything about it. It just made sense to me. And now I'm realizing it does always have to be about me. It it does. We've established yeah. this. I I accept your egomaniacness, but yeah. it's always yeah. about you. Of course, he said he would go out and shovel barefoot just to like stick it to his mom. He's, <laughs> she was like, "You can't. You don't. You'd have to wear." Snow pants, and he's like, I'll do it barefoot. And he shoveled his entire driveway barefoot. It's crazy. I am so in on spite. Like, I love spiting people. Like, it's it's one of my favorite activities. We're in on spite, global, global warming, warming. And I'm I'm roping you into this. You're in on global no, warming. No, 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 no. You're going yes. down alone on this. Like, no. I, I already got my... We're all going down. It's climate change. <laughs> that is true. We're all drowning. We have a lot to talk about today, though. But first, before we get into it, it's our last podcast of 2021 true gasp so i just wanted to take a moment thank all of our lovely patrons who've helped supported the show all year you guys are the best you guys they're the ones who bring you each episode of the we got us podcast every single week i would tell you what day it is but i don't even know what day the pod's coming out <laughs> so who knows yeah. so patreon.com slash we got ice the link is going to be in our bio it's a dollar a month you can help support the show get access to a cool discord server with me jack producer wilson's not welcome there it's a wilson free zone 
five dollars mm-hmm. a month you get an extra episode of the podcast a free sticker a shout out on the podcast access to a discord server and i'll send you a monkey covering his eye emojis because i love that emoji patreon.com slash we got ice thank you to all of you who've supported the show i have to keep talking so jack doesn't come and see in my moment again patreon.com slash we got ice link in bio and you do really send the monkey emoji. I do. I love sending that it's emoji. Tr- it's real. That's true. It's my favorite emoji to do. I, I let people in on uh, one of our sh- my streams the other night about mine and your joke of typing mm-hmm. out the emojis. And I, really I kind of regret it because now everyone's doing it to me. And it's really funny when I do it to people. But now that everybody knows, I'm like, damn it. Yeah. When other people do it, you kind of realize that it's not that funny. It's not that funny. It's and only funny. Yeah it's, yeah, it's only funny when I do it. So now other people yeah. are doing it. I'm like, ah, it's losing this comedy. It's, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. It is. I was like, damn, my joke isn't great. So that was that's not ideal. I have I'm not done getting things off my chest before we get into today's episode, which is a fan question. We're answering fan questions sent in from Instagram. Dude, bury the lead. We always bury the lead. Always bury the lead. I'm just have the cancel button ready to go because I don't know what you're gonna say. So I'm just like edit. <laughs> okay. No, honestly. I think I'm cl- I'm clean so far, I think. I think you're clean. You rode the line yeah. there, but you're clean. Accidentally, though. That is true. By default. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I've been watching – I watched all of Bo Burnham's specials this week. Ooh. And I think I'm depressed now. Can I be honest? I don't know who Bo Burnham is. Really? No. He's, a com- he's from Massachusetts. He's Ooh. from near me. So he also loves Comedian. global warming. He's young. He was he was popular on Vine, but then he's just like a stand-up sensation. He's like 30 now, but he has like a ton of Netflix specials. He's really good, but he's very reflective and self-aware and just depressed. <laughs> Sounds like us. And it, <laughs> yeah, but it's so it's so sad. It's kind of like making me lose faith in the world and it was starting to actually affect me. Oh wow. Yeah. That was the end of the story. There it really I just wanted to let you know well i'm gonna segue out of your sad story to a, a even sadder story because i texted okay. you getting ready to set up the podcast today oh, no. it's like 11 20 i was like oh jack you know you ready to record we have a record time at 11 30 because you have to go put coal in a bunch of kids stockings today That's and true. you were like i'm the grinch i'm currently in the cvs bathroom i'll call you in 15 minutes mind you this is 11 20 a.m way mm-hmm. too early to be in a cvs bathroom so i i'll <laughs> I'll tell the story. I'm coming clean again. This is an honest episode. We got to really break it down your psychology today. <laughs> so I go to the local CVS. Shout out CVS. Yeah, big fan of the And <laughs> to receive an energy drink and this honey bun because obviously you're going to get a snack for the road. That's a terrible snack. No, it's really good. I, I like how you can see like the moisture inside the bag. I, it felt wet when you picked it up. <laughs> I didn't it's like very it. Wet. It's really wet. It's wet and hard at the same time. Not going to make a joke. So I'm in the CVS to go get an energy drink because I cannot rely on my own energy because I watched a ton of Bo Burnham specials, as you know. So I'm just kind of sad and murky, like a lake. I like and a lake. And uh, since I've been home from college, I've been awfully shardy. Shardy? Oh, I don't even get me started yeah. on this. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I'm taking a page out of your role <laughs> and <laughs> taking a piece of your role i think a sleeve and, out of my role sounds really good i don't know why yeah take this yeah i, that lo- works, I like that one and it just hit me and i had to use the the local loo so i did feel shame texting you from the cbs bathroom but i had to come clean because this is about honesty happy new year yeah it's like i'm the one of all people you should be insecure texting that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna re- rebuttal with like, how dare you 
I did I did get the Celsius though. Great product. So shout out Celsius. Oh, can I tell should I tell my love life poop story on here? I would love that. Okay, I will cuz I don't think this person would listen to this podcast. But roast. I had a um yeah, that was a roast. Get flamed. I I was hanging out with a friend the uh the other day, yesterday technically. Oh. But there's a lot being revealed here already. I was hanging out with a person the other day and you know, I was like, "Oh, I go over to their house and we're just hanging out and stuff." And I had nothing to do at night. Just please. <laughs> I, I made stuff up because yeah. I got there and I had the diarrheas and mm-hmm. I get there and I was like, <laughs> I got to leave at five. I got Jack really needs me hard out. hard out at five. Jack needs me. He's super, super picky about being on time. And we got so much. Re- we had nothing to do. We have so much recording to do. And if I'm not back at five, he's going to be so upset. So I uh, five thirty. I got to leave at five. Reality, I had to poop so bad. And I was like, I need to escape this house. <laughs> January seems to be the month of sharding. It was brutal, dude. I was like, yeah. I made you out to be the worst person in the world. I know. I feel like I get the rough rap because I'm not even really the boss. No. And I'm not a strict boss at all. I'm way more picky but... about time than you are. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm always late. I don't really care about anything. And I was like, Jack is literally going to lose his mind if I'm not on time. <laughs> I use you as my um, my get-out-of-jail-free yeah. card because nobody's going to talk to you. So I'm like, oh, this is good. <laughs> Where's the best place to use a public res- restroom? Ooh. A grocery, your experience. A grocery store is not bad. Ooh. When I was a kid, I would our family would go to the Market Basket. And I don't know if your grocery store has that, but there's no bathrooms in grocery stores. They have to, like, take you into the back storage room. No, that seems like a dark time. (laughs) You don't have that? No, you can just go to the public restroom right there. You don't got to go to the guy from the deli to the back room. That seems bad. Now I know the workers went on strike a few years ago because in the market baskets, you have to walk into the stocking, like, room. There's, like, a freezer next to you, and you have to get the key and go in. That sounds like a nightmare. I guess it's for emergencies, but I just remember being there, and there's someone unloading turkeys, and I was like, this, I don't think I should be here. Yeah, that feels wrong. Also, when is it an emergency? I've never gone to the bathroom, like, this isn't dire times. (laughs) Yeah, wow, I... We talk about this type of stuff a lot on the Patreon pod. Go listen if you want more. We're in a That's we're, horrible ad. That no is going to do that. Yeah, people want to get in a poop sand with us. That's definitely what they yeah. want to do. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if this will be tolerated on this pod, but we'll see. Happy New Year. We will. Let's, I have a proposal. Yes, let's get out of the poop sand real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I came up with this question yesterday, and I think it's actually pretty genius. If you I always do this. I hype up the thing. Yeah, I was before, gonna. I love how you don't I, have the question in front of you, and so you always do this like monologuing before you get there. And everybody but, knows you're just trying to find a question, well, yeah. but you're clearly just trying to set it up as well. It's so funny. It, well, that I think is smooth and awesome and hot. You did this on the do. Jimmy Nort pod a ton. I did. Ad, oh, go yeah. check that out if you haven't watched it. Go watch it. that. Yeah. And it was so funny. <laughs> the, the bigger issue is when I stall to get to the question, I hype it up. And then I have instant regret. Because you have no idea what the question is. <laughs> because it might not be that good. Some, I, I bomb a lot. You're like, this is the greatest question of all I was, time. I was, I'm trying to on one today, so I apologize. But I was thinking earlier, I think I might make the most bad jokes of anyone I know. You Yes, but you redeem it because your bad jokes sometimes are so bad that they're really funny. Yeah. So you, well, write, also you teeter a line. It's kind of like Steph Curry misses a lot of three-point shots. Stop. 
<laughs> Why? I know where you're going with this. Not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. He misses a lot of three-point shots, but he shoots so many that he also makes a lot. You do take a lot of swings at jokes, so you're destined yeah. to fail. Or I'm like Shaq. I feel like you're more like Shaq, but I, I like— I just slam dunk it every time. I really like the analogy of you being the greatest comedian of all time, like Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> See, it's always about you. I didn't say Propose it. your question. You teased the okay. fans already. Okay. If you were to join a Little League team right now, could you single-handedly lead your team to a championship? Yes. I think I would be smoking. If 11-year-old? What's Little League? 11 to 14? Something like that? Or is it younger? No. It's younger. I th- it's like 9 to 12. If a 9-year-old is pitching to me, dude, I am hitting 100-mile-per-hour fastballs well, out of there. <laughs> Well, no. See, let's break this down logistically. You only get to bat because baseball's a team sport, and we know this. It's true. If if this is basketball, I think you can do it easy. Football, even if you're just a running back, I think you can do it easy. Just give me the ball. I'm no one tackling me. Yeah. <laughs> baseball, maybe you. I'm thinking because I think I could do it too, but I'm not sure. You bat fourth. Hopefully, some people get on and try to hit like two home runs a game. And you pitch. That's probably possible. And then you pitch every inning. You pitch every inning, and then if but there's rules. Oh, but if you're – you could just show Hey Otani it. You pitch every inning. And if I'm yeah. batting fourth, even if I'm not getting a home run, I'm getting an inside-the-park home run because there's no way these kids are fielding the ball clean enough to get me out. No. and That's true. So I'm speeding but around even, these bases. In this case, you would really have to hit a home run every time to guarantee a win because you could rip a single up the middle this and be true. like, I did my job, but then every, all the other stupid nine-year-olds would strike out. I'm stealing home. That's so obvious. <laughs> I'm stealing home every time. Yeah. If I'm uncertain, what are they going to do? The ball is going to take forever oh, to get there. I'm please? stealing home. <laughs> if anyone has a Little League team that will let us do this, please reach out. I will fly out to do this. My... Hopefully in the spring, I actually want to try to do this. I know some Little League teams, not in a creepy way. My dream we got I... ice goal is for me and you to find two local Little League teams and you to manage one. And me to manage the other. Oh, and, and we meet in the championship. And we meet in the championship game. And I'm on the bench with my clipboard. And I'm like, what are you doing, Blue? That was low. <laughs> I want to have our teams so have, like, a rivalry against each other and, like, have a benches clear and brawl. Like, I'm, I tell my – I come up, hey, yo, Timmy, Timmy, right, I'm going to need you to beat this guy for me. <laughs> yeah. That would be so perfect. That would be I so want, fun. I want to actually test this theory because – we both join a team just for a game. Oh, we're and winning. we take some swings in the box. Like, we would probably strike out at least once. Oh, I'm convinced that I would swing so hard I'd blow my back out. Because I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying like, to. Honestly, if a literally who gives you a pitch, I'm saying 90% chance the first one you swing and miss. Oh, for sure. Not even like, I think it's 100% chance I'm swinging and missing for the first pitch. Because yeah. I'm going to be Second so one, overconfident. 75, third one, I think you probably hit. You use metal bats, right? Yeah, oh, but they'll be tiny because you can't – there's strict bat rules oh. in the Little League. It's crazy. It's it's like walking into, I don't know, a state that has strict gun laws with a gun. This might be – this I'm might bombing. be our – I'm bombing so hard right now. Dude, you're just trying to make them all. You're, you're, you're checking off all the boxes I'm today. Curry. You are. My – um. this might be our summer task. We have to go find a couple of Little League teams and be like, can we manage for a day? Just like, can I, can I coach yeah. this team for a day and Jack we, coach this team for a day? This is our summer project. You know, like van life, how that's a trend? Oh, yeah. We should get a van <laughs> travel, and then say, we're looking for Little Leaguers. <laughs> not in a creepy way. It'd have to be on the bottom. You have to establish not in a creepy way, which in a weird way yeah. makes it way more creepy. That's true. So 
So maybe we just say we're looking for little leaders in a creepy way. Oh, okay. And then we've just, we're Reverse transparent. Psychology. Okay, now they're like, oh, there definitely yeah. wouldn't be. That's comedic. What would your Little yeah. League team name be? Probably the Dick Slaps. The Dick Slaps? That might – a Karen or two might push back against that. The Karens. The Karen seems great. I, I'm obviously – That's good. I'm stealing the Rumble Ponies. That's obvious. We're the ponies. I – I hope people do that. I'm sure some leagues do that. I think they do, actually. But I hope they use really funny minor league team names. They have to. For Little League. Uh, they have to. I Maybe we'd go as I ponies. Played, when I played Little League, I didn't play in, like, the Little League Little League. My town had a separate thing because Little League is intense. Yeah. So ours was a little more chill, but we just had MLB teams. I don't love that. I think you got to— so I was on the Pirates. For like three years. I don't love the MOB team name because now you're getting too serious, whereas like the minor league team is laced with comedy. So it's like, yeah, you can have a little bit more fun with it. The f- I guess I was just on bad teams. I wasn't a great little leader, but I remember the first time, I think it was in like seventh grade, I got a jersey with my name on it and I was like, this is the best day of my life. And now I see like seven year olds in little league. They, they have their name on it. They have like sponsored jerseys and cleats i'm like well, i guess that's what you get for being good i only have, <clears throat> i've only ever had one jersey with my name on it and it was a, a hockey jersey and it was the number 51 which is my was my hockey number mm-hmm. and it was elite on a jersey is the m capitalized in your last name yeah <clears throat> it's pretty fire not gonna lie i love the, the e is low case, lower case. Lower case. i love two capital cool. letters in a name i'm really into that that's great like a lemayhu yeah i'm a Cal- uh, mcclanahan Something like that. That's, That's like good. really good hockey name. Really tough to spell. My name or McClanahan. Well, sometimes it looks bad when you don't lowercase it. Yours is fine. You should have it all caps and it'd look fine. But like a McClanahan, if you just spell it all caps, it looks like it's spelled wrong. Oh, it does. You need to have the capital middle letter. And I'm very picky about making sure people know I have two capital letters in my last name. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I'll get upset. And, oh, I just <clears throat> came up with a... Um. Pickup line for you. Ooh. Because your two capital letters in your last name are DM. So I feel I don't I don't have it written. Feels like there's something something there. there. Comment below your best pickup line I can use in my last name. That's pretty fire. Let's get into a couple quick baseball topics before we do our fan QA. So Jack, what are we talking about today? We got some manager hires. We got old man Buck Showalter to the Mets and then Mark Q tip. What what's his name? Q tip? You're the one who put it in the doc. Mark Q-Tip doesn't Mark, fire. Mark Kotze, I think. Something like that. It's just the third base coach is now the head coach, and no one cares, it seems. But I, he's a handsome-looking man. I wish him the best in Oakland. But Buck is where things got um, a little spicy. And another old man is really – let's just cut to the chase. Interesting hire. Yeah, the old man manager is kind of making a comeback in – It really is. Like, uh, we got Tony La Russa, We got Buck Showalter. It's uh, Dusty Baker of the Astros, and it's a weird thing because it's like baseball is getting so much younger, so you're either getting player manager who's never managed a game in his life, or you're getting 75-year-old manager who's supposed to come in and kind of like settle the land of a young, fun team. For the Mets, I'm very torn. I like the hire, but I don't – I don't know. There's something about it. I'm not huge into the the old manager trend. I don't know if it's effective. Yeah, but in my head, Buck is kind of fun. I don't a little know if that's bit true fun. at all, but it seems kind of fun. But I saw this picture. I'll put it on the screen that the Mets Instagram put out, like "Welcome Buck Show Walter," and he looks so old. He's like, very so old. much. He, in my head, I was like, oh, he was on the Orioles last. Like I, I remember him. He he had some fun, but he looks elderly. Well, how old do you think he is? 
I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna prices right it and just thirty, so I don't go over. That's a smart sixty-five. A little younger, so younger okay. than Larusso. So he's barely elderly. Yeah, okay. I say that's still young enough to manage. And uh, he's, he, just a little con. Maybe this picture just did him dirty. Then he might have gotten done dirty. Dirty. Every picture of me gets done dirty. Mark Kotze is the name, I believe. Yeah. Why'd you put Q-tip? I thought it was funny. Okay, you're really swinging today. <laughs> I was very confused. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. The Mets, it's kind of like, it's weird to describe the Mets offseason because they're doing kind of everything that you want them to do. They go out, they get Max Scherzer, yeah. veteran pitcher. They get the veteran manager in Buck Showalter after a crazy year last year. Remember they had Carlos Beltran and they had to fire him before he managed the game? It's kind of been like turmoil with the Mets and their coaching staff, with the whole Mets organization. So you got to like bringing in a guy like Showalter who's been there, experienced, kind of settles down the locker room. You bring in a veteran like Max Scherzer. And then there's rumors that after the lockout, they're really trying to get Chris Bryant. It's like all the moves that they're making are really, really good and like winning moves. So I don't really have anything to pick against it. But I just not... I'm not a huge fan of the old manager. It just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, it's hard to get super excited about, like, the future because how long exactly. is Buck going to be with them? But I think this hire is the best chance for 2022. I think this was I agree. probably the best candidate. The whole Mets organization seems like they wanted it. If Scherzer and Steve Cohen, who are combined worth, like, a trillion dollars— if they want it, I think you give it to them. And then if it fails, it fails. You want to know, um, I think this fits the Mets' like three-year window timeline that they're kind of establishing with the Scherzer contract yeah. and everything else. They're like, okay, we're going to re- – Cohen's like, we're really going to go in yeah. the next two to three years. And that's probably the shelf life of a manager at, at this point, like Buck Showalter. I'd say the same thing about Tony La Russa. Dusty Baker's a bit of a different animal. But both Tony La Russa and uh, Buck Showalter should be thanking Dusty Baker because he got him this contract. Him just going That's out right. and carrying the Astros after that cheating scandal and making, like, stabling that organization and being a veteran presence and a voice of, like, calmness in that locker room. After all that, it kind of proves, oh, maybe it's nice to have an older school manager who can kind of walk the players through, narr- um, navigate them through a season and, like, hey, I've been here before. You don't need to worry. Handle the media type presence. So I think that both Buck Walter and Tony LaRusso should be like, thank you, Dusty. How old is Dusty? Seventy one. I feel, yeah. I feel like he could be like eighty. No, he's younger than Larusa. I'll get it, but he's in a seventy. How old is Larusa? Seventy five. Oh my goodness! I might be wrong there. Seventy two for Dusty, so I was a little bit off there. But I know Larusa is older than Dusty. It's so impressive. Seventy seven for Larusa. He's an old. It man. is so crazy for him to be getting up every morning. It's pretty and wild. Like going to the ballpark. Like, does he drive himself? There's no way. No way. We gotta kind of respect that. Like, the dude just keeps going? I can't picture Tony in any other car than, like, a 68 Mustang just, like, cruising to the stadium. And he always thinks it's summer. <laughs> always has his sunroof slightly open. Yeah. Not fully open. It's, like, snowing. Yeah, it's, like, slightly open. He's like, I cold doesn't affect me. I love this. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. How many rings does La Russa have? Free World Series rings. Wow. It's kind of crazy. Four if you count his um, ankle bracelet. That's true. His ankle. I didn't know La Russa played in the big leagues. Did you know that? Dodgers, right? Athletics. I have athletics and Braves right here. All right. That's not the Dodgers. It's not the Dodgers at all. That's kind of wild. Wow. But yeah, old school managers. They continue to go out, make a paycheck, even at 70 years old. Now I'm wondering, is Joe Torre going to get a call from like the Yankees or something? Like, yo, can you come back? Can you give me a little love? Yeah. I Now, I know people hate on 
like Yankees fans hate on their like just over analytical style. But then people were kind of saying, oh, Buck is not going to be analytical enough. So I wonder what the reaction would be if they're like, because they just resigned Boone. But if they brought in some old guy to be like, we just need gut and just help the players produce. It's, I like, think would it's, people like that? And would it actually work? I don't know. I don't think it would work. Because remember, they had Girardi. 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 I can't say that. They had him. Kind of throwing Boston accent. Yeah, it did. They sense. had him before they had Boone. And remember, they didn't like him. So they kind of had to blow him out yeah. because he wasn't like fun and wasn't loose enough for the players. I think the I saw a funny tweet. It was like, the Yankees need a starting pitcher. The Mets signed Max Scherzer. The Yankees need a manager. The Mets signed Buck Showalter. And then there was another mm-hmm. one uh, that they did that they had the same thing. But I was like, if you're a Yankees fan, I don't think you want Buck. I don't think he really is fits your style. I feel like your team is too modern for really like a manager like Buck Showalter to come in and really have that impact. Whereas the Mets yeah. are more like they're kind of built a little old school right now. Heavy starting pitchers, star players in their lineup. They're not like a bullpen analytical team. They're like, hey, we have Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer who are going to pitch eight innings every night. That's our that's our key to winning. And that's a pretty easy team to manage if you're Sweet. Buck Showalter. It hasn't fully – I don't think it will fully click for everyone until opening day comes, whenever that does come. We're still in the lockout, by the way. Happy New Year. When you see DeGrom, Scherzer, game one and two of the season. Crazy. And you're like, oh, if if the Mets go 2-0 and <laughs> and they both pitch well, they're going to be number one power ranking. Oh, World yeah. Favorite. Oh, Mets are going to be high up on the power ranking for a couple years but they're gonna or for a couple weeks. They're going to suck. I'm telling you. They're going to suck the first couple weeks of the season. And everyone's going to panic. Yeah. And then they'll be like, the Mets are terrible. They're – it's the Mets as it gets and all that fun stuff. They had such a crazy overhaul in the past two years. They have, yeah. That's insane. The Mets story arc is pretty wild. But yeah. I also um, feel bad if you're an A's fan because you could not be more irrelevant right now. Yeah. It, honestly, I'm now liking the A's a little bit more because they're just in the they're in the doghouse. So I'm they're they're getting sympathy points from me because and, when they were competitors, yeah. I was rooting against them. I was like. I don't like you. They need but a little now, love. It, it seems like they have nothing. Who's so? I'm jumping in now. Who's Bob Melvin coaching for now? Is he for? Is he a free agent? Oh no, he went to San Diego. Wait, is he? Is he the new manager Wait. of the Padres, Bob Melvin? Mm, yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, Did yeah, they get yeah. A tingler. Oh, he's like a, a secondary coach, right? No, new San Diego Padres is... manager Bob Melvin has rounded out the. coach. How did I miss this one? Did they fire? Yeah, they. Wow. They. F- but he's still in the organization, right? No, they fired him. I did not know that. I forgot they fired Tingler in October. Remember, October twenty eighth, they fired Jace Tingler. They hired Bob Melvin from the Oakland. A- oh, I love that addition. Ooh, that's fun. That only adds to my theory that the Padres are gonna have a bounce back year. When did? Th- when did this happen? Talk about a news dump that escaped our eyes. I never even remember hearing about Jace Tingler being fired. He's. He's now. Bob, I think he's now the bench coach for the Twins. Uh, Jace Tingler? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Hey, I love that hiring. I know we never – this is so bench late, coach. but Bob Melvin to the Padres? Ooh, I like that a lot. He's a good manager. I like that. I love that. Yeah. Wow. I don't – We that really just sailed over our heads. I wonder if anyone else knew about that because that seems like it escaped our grasp. Probably. We, it pro- we probably talked about it at some point, but we just completely forgot. I'm sure we did. It, yeah. It must have happened – so it said it happened like – November. So was that during all the free agent madness? No, October twenty eighth it happened. So that was like right before World Series, or we might have been in the World Series at that point. Oh, it was right after the season ended. They fired him. Yeah, I definitely missed that. So yeah, that, that escaped yeah. our heads. Yeah. So much news happening, we probably forgot about that. 
But go figure. Who knows? Now let's get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. It's a holiday podcast, so we decided, hmm, how about we just have the fans run the show? I know I'm in a holiday mood. I'm kind of on like half vacation mode, half not vacation mode. Mm-hmm. So let's just read some fan questions and hear what you guys want to talk about. Let's do it. How old is producer Wilson sent in from S? I, Flippino? I didn't know this one. Flippino? Flippino. I like this. It, the questions will be on the screen, so you'll get your name there. But yeah. how old is producer Wilson? Well, I don't know if it's known. I kind of like to compare it to like a Dominican baseball player, how they always say it could be two years older, two years younger. Nobody really knows. Yes. That's how I feel about yeah. producer Wilson. It could be that he's kind of like the six foot five guy in yeah. the Little League World Series. Nobody really knows his age. It's kind of a mystery. The Little League World Series, we'd for sure get struck out. Oh, oh, dude, what? I'm not even making the starting lineup in the Little League that's World Series. That's actually a good—that's a good challenge. That is. We're, I don't think we're there yet, but I would fly out and join a Little League World Series team, coach them to victory. Dude, I've never taken a baseball at bat, like a full baseball at bat. I think I would lose. <laughs> I want to do that soon. We should. You'll strike me out for sure because I have no idea how to do it. I don't, I'm not really that good. You just have to, like, swing. That is true. I impressed you with my BP swing. I'm just saying. So Wilson's age remains unknown. Yes. Next question from Ryan. How do he's you... like two. Yeah, it's probably like two. And, and seriously, he's like two. Yeah, we don't really know. How do you cut your sandwiches, Jack? That's a good question. I My go-to is diagonal. I don't think I've ever done a down the middle. Can I be honest? I'm not cutting my sandwich. That's that's way too much work. That's insane. You're, is it? It's, that's not insane. Nobody. Oh, if I'm going to. If I'm ranking it on the alien scale. It's probably like a three. It's not that crazy, you're, but it's a little weird. You're making a sandwich at home. You're cutting it? It depends what it is. Like, if it's a grilled cheese, I'm probably going to cut it diagonally. So you can you can eat it, and you can dip on the ends, and then go up. What do you dip in the grilled cheese in? Ketchup. Uh, that's more alien than me. If tomato soup, that's I would have allowed it. But ketchup, no. Oh, tomato soup, too. Tomato, tomato, soup, tomato soup is soup delicious. Too. I mean, what's the difference, really? It's one, the world isn't ready to... One's a soup and one's a solid. There's a big difference there. One's a soup and one's a solid. That's a big difference. we got to establish that. But, I mean, they're both tomato pastes. That's true. At heart. I will say, if it's like a grandmother's making a sandwich for me, if I go over to someone's house and they cut a sandwich for me, I'm having a really good time, and I want it diagonal. I think there's... A sandwich cut diagonally makes it... Way better. More... It looks tastier. It does. Like if it's on the plate... In a school lunch bag, if you open it up and it's just bread, no cuts, you're like, I'm buying lunch today. I'm throwing this in the trash and buying pizza. Yeah, I guess. I will say, every time someone else makes me a sandwich, it tastes way better than when I make it myself. I Yeah, I have this too. I feel like it's a toxic trait, and I don't know if I'm going to survive in the real world for many reasons, but mainly this. If I make my own food it's because bad. I know what's happening, I don't really enjoy it. It's because it's I have to work for it. And I don't. I like when I get stuff handed to me in life. I'm not like a. Yes. I earned anything. Give me handouts. That's where I really thrive. So yes, we love handouts. I think there's also a part of it that's like, ignorance is bliss. Oh where yeah. It's like a hot dog. If I had to make my own hot dog, I'd never eat it again. No, but if like someone hands you a dog, it's so much better. Oh, so. Have you ever had a red hot dog? Oh yes. What are those called? They're kind of like sausagey. Is that what's like? They taste like a sausage a little bit. It's just a really good hot dog. It might be a little sausagey, but they're red and they're like only in Maine, I believe. Uh, dude, there. I don't know if I've had those. We might be talking about different things, but there's like they're like bright red. Ooh, maybe I have, but they're so good, dude. A red sausage is amazing. I don't know exactly what the name of it is, but it's so freaking good. 
I love a sausage. Sausages are hit or misses because there's either like a really good sausage or like a sausage that looked like it could come alive and take over the world. A, a bad sausage is rough, but if you avoid the bad ones, it's almost always redeemable. That is true. I feel like I where where I work, there's a lot. We sell a, a bunch of different sausages, and there, we sell so many German sausages. Apparently, Germany just has a market on sausage. Yeah. They eat sausage like that's all they eat. It's kind of crazy. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like yeah. I don't know, because for me, sausage is either a breakfast food or a cookout food. There's really no other place for it. It must be so easy to be keto in Germany. Probably. To be honest, though, I don't really know what keto is, so it's, like, a little bit. That's the diet where you only eat... Sausages? There's no carbs, so you only eat meat and fat. Well, that just sounds like my ideal diet. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Would you rather be Jacob DeGrom, but stub your toe every 37 minutes, or be Lorenzo? This one felt like an attack from Blake. I This felt like an attack. I did, too. It this was really creative. True, <laughs> this is a true moral dilemma. It was. Like we can weigh... Yeah. So... For you, it's just be yourself, and for me, it's be you, but, I mean, somewhat on the same level. There's obviously a lot of differences, but there might be a lot of differences. You're, I was going to say, you're getting some baggage if you're me. You got some problems. Yeah. You can't see. Yeah. You're in the bathroom 50% of the day. Let, you're terrible yes. at folding laundry. One of my least favorite. Oh, my God. I'm so bad. How do you fold a shirt? Complex as hell. So you're you're in trouble. I'm also bad at folding laundry, though, so we're we're the same there. I'm going to act like I'm you in this situation, though. So it's both answer for you. Okay. You're Jacob DeGrom. You're very rich. You're very athletic, very handsome. Very handsome. Do you, does he have a wife? I believe so. I think he has a kid. I'm sure. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll go check well, out. That, I mean, he could just have a girlfriend. He could have adopted. Let's not Let's, rule anything he in. He might have a cat. Jacob DeGrom, dog or cat person? Cat. He has a wife. Seven years now. Good for him. Um, he, I don't know if he has a dog nice. or a cat, but I feel like he's a cat person. There should be something where you get, like, a bonus in the MLB if you've been married for as long as you sign a contract <laughs> I like for. this. I'll, I always thought you were going to say there should be a baseball reference for, for players' pets. That'd be really funny. For – or okay, that, yeah. I thought you were going to say for spouses. <laughs> like, you know, they, by year, it's like 2013. Heidi. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Add it into your baseball um, reference page. So you're Jacob DeGrom. Life is good. Unless you could get hurt too, which would suck. But you stub your toe every thirty-seven minutes. I'm gonna be honest; I'd rather just be me at that point. Stubbing your toe is one of the worst pain. If I'm going through that like almost forty times a day, that's brutal. Do you need your feet? Do you need every toe to pitch? Do you think? No, but also, how am I stubbing my toe when I'm sleeping? How am I ever gonna sleep if every thirty-seven that, minutes, okay. my toe just gets stubbed? That's too bad. That's a nightmare. If it's once a day, maybe. If it's once a day, I think you may be concerned. I, oh yeah, we gotta go. You, let's be you. Dude, twice every hour, I have to have that agonizing pain. That's horrible. I'm in the doctor's office. Boom, my toes get stubbed. That's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. I don't love uh, that. So, yeah, we're being – this is a life lesson. I agree. Always be yourself. This is true. Jacob DeGrom, though, if you want to hang out with me, let's go mini-golfing. Do you think you could would beat Jacob be DeGrom in mini-golf? I don't think I could beat him in anything. I think that I would give him a run for his money, but I'd choke it on the last five holes. Like, we'd be tight heading into the 14th hole, and then, like, it'd be – I'd lose it. No. I don't think I'm great at mini-golf. You're bad. <laughs> You've never been. I'm just establishing a pattern okay. here of you being bad at activities. <laughs> okay. I think it's actually one of like one of the w weird like middle level sports that I'm truly not great at. Oh, similar yeah. with bowling. Oh, you're so humble. One of the few things in life that I'm not extraordinary. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, get I'm getting to my point. 
I think everyone says they're really good at mini golf, but no one really is. You can't say you're bad at mini golf. Like we are. The, I I do. No, because I am. We're like the king of self-deprecation. But like, if you're bad at, if you say, "Oh, I'm really bad at mini golf," that's not even like funny. It's just like, "Oh, okay, this guy's having some problems out there." No, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like, I'm not, I'm not shooting a good score. And I think some people say they're good because they always win, but. You could be shooting like a hundred. The one sport that I'm really bad at and that we had to learn the hard way is disc golf is impossible. Oh my God. It's impossible. We we went disc golfing and the only thing we got was COVID. Uh, yes, you got COVID from it, and I had the worst time of my life. I was exhausted. <laughs> it was so I I put a lot of respect on disc golfers. Oh yeah. Because we're in the woods. It is it is mountainous. Dude, it was a haul. I was walking. I was like, my calves are burning right now. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. And was I – I think I was the best. You might have been the best. You were – Which isn't – that's not a, anything good because we were all horrible. So bad. Um, I also thought the funniest thing is we made it two – like four holes max and we're walking out defeated and sad. And then somebody pulls up on a moped and just starts doing drills of a disc golf. And I was like, we are not yeah. the same breed. <laughs> I have a, I had a lot of respect for Frawl first. Yeah, they, they really showed us that day. Next question. World Series contenders, Jack. For 2022. For 2022. Who were your World Series Way contenders? Way too early version. So I think we do this one by – oh, by Jack Baseball. Shout out Jack Baseball. Like your name. I thought this – you put Jack Baseball saying like you, and I was like, hmm. No, no, no. That's his username. Okay, okay. We'll allow it. Yeah, so shout out. You are very welcome here. You found the right spot. I think let's go by like the the ESPN rankings. Like, what will people think? Not like hot tasty who's gonna make it, but like okay, who are the top dogs? I feel like the Mets have to be in there. Mets are gonna be people's hot pick. That's gonna be like the tweet pick of the year. Dodgers probably still have enough that they'll be there. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think my picks right now, my fun picks are the Blue Jays, the Mets, the Red Sox. And the Padres. Those are my four fun picks. I like those. That's where I'm leaning. It might. It's annoying, but it, it might still be the Yankees are up there. I could pull a Trevor Plouffe and tweet it now, but I think we're getting a uh, NLCS of Mets versus Padres this year. That's what I'm feeling in my tummy. I, I like that. That's very on brand. We're not predicting the World Series. No, no, no. We're picking we're just, the CS. <laughs> we're, we're picking the NLCS. I, I nail the NLDS every year, but the World Series, yeah. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pro. Who else is up there in the AL? The Rays. Rays are obviously up there. You know, Rays got better. They are. They got better, and they were in the AL. I'm gonna the AL. I think it might year. be Rays Mets. Yankees are up there too, depending on how they change their uh, change the mix a little bit. They could be up, always there. be up there. Yeah. Yeah. You also have the White Sox. Can't sleep on them. They're really good. I might be sleepy on them, I think. You are sleeping on them. White Sox and Astros, you got to respect. Astros were just in the World Series. Astros. They got Justin, Ver- Justin Verlander back. I forgot about that. Yeah. I d- the White Sox, no, I'm not sleepy on them. I think they're going to be good because they had such a boring postseason. Such a boring I think year. they're going to come back. Yeah, I do too. I think yeah. they're going to be fun. But those are my picks. Next question. If you made your own team name, what would it be? Now, I've thought long and hard about this, and I do not have a good answer. I'm just going to be frank. <laughs> you kind of pulled on me there. I did. I have no answer. Like, I've thought about this, and I'm like, all the good names are currently taking. Like, we could be yeah. the Beavers because that's kind of our brand a little bit. Like, I like that. We could be the Beavers. That could be a fun little logo. Use our Beaver logo that we use. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, we could be the fish or something like that. I don't know. The dead fishes. I like that. 
Shout out to Luca, too, for this question. Thanks, Luca. Cool name, by the way. What a hot boy name. That is a really cool name. We could do the Lucas. Oh, the Orcas. Oh, I kind of like that. A little flower, oh, a little I delicate. I like that. The Otters. The Otters is I higher. feel like I'd have to go with a name of, like, an animal that I like. We could be the Dandelions. You could blow it. You, like might, you might. Oh. You could blow us away, but we'll always come back. <laughs> the dan. I like that. The dandelions, but it's like a lion's face in the flower. That's kind of genius, Marky. That's pretty. That's good. pretty good. Okay, we're the dandelions. Also, I, if we were to draft hot boy names, where's Luca coming in? Ooh, Luca. I think it's a solid it's, third round pick for me. Yeah, it's. I think that's a great creative name. It is. If like you're thinking of creative geniuses of the generation one of them has to be a luca. i do i see luca on the debate team but also like sneaky like hey i'm kind of cool in a nerdy way yeah like, that's why i look also Paul's great movie. great pixar movie it is a good movie next i really liked it caramel or candy apples i think this was also from luca so we'll just roll with it caramel or Shut candy up, apples for no way this was from luca I mean, it doesn't seem like a luca question actually no, this isn't luca. it doesn't seem it uh, I might go caramel here just because aren't they the same thing or am I stupid? Um, so this I think this is saying caramel on the outside or I'm going to just say it both ways so people don't get mad. Caramel. Oh, my God. That sounded horrible. It. Caramel. It sounds Ugh, so it's caramel. Ugh. Caramel. It's literally spelled that way. People are dumb. People are dumb. So either caramel on the outside, or I think they have like candy dips where it's like a cherry glaze. Ugh. So I think I go caramel. It feels here. like it's caramel all the way. Candy apples doesn't sound great. I will be honest with you though, eating a caramel apple is a lot more work than it's worth. It's not worth the struggle that I'm gonna endure to eat that. Oh, genius! I, we are coming up with ideas. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling it. I'm, I might start taking notes. Yeah. No, I, I think this is going notes. great. We're killing this. Yeah, the first half was tough, but That's we're, bounce, be my new we're thing. bouncing back. I know. I think it's all been great. <laughs> You've been shooting Steph Curry lights out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what we need here. I think that's what the people come here for. They come for hundred percent shooting. <laughs> yes, and they don't get it. No, that, that's just, they always leave disappointed. <laughs> oh yeah. So caramel apples. The first three bites are perfect, and the rest is just not worth it. But it's like ten bucks at a fair, so you have to finish it, and then you're not really excited to buy it again. So we should make individually packaged bites. Where it's like an apple slice covered in caramel and some candy on it. So it's kind of like french fries. You just pop them in and there's no mess, but you still get all the flavors. That's genius. I love this. I also just started a list called the We Got Ice Amendments. So these are officially going to be our podcast amendments that we abide by. And our first okay. amendment is it's caramel, not caramel. That's our first amendment. I like that. So that's a, like that's that. a rule that we must abide by on this podcast. We will make more amendments as we go throughout the podcast. Yes, that's we are in the early days of our constitution. Our constitution is currently in development, and we might need to get some Nicolas Cage to steal it to make a really good movie. So that's true. I I think there's going to be more of those. D- by dude, the way. National Treasure is one of my favorite movies, and I hate history. They're great films. They're great films. You, I hate. I hate history. Hate history. <laughs> dude, I hate history. I'm like, why am I learning yeah, I about this old dude in a wig who used to walk around with a peg leg and say stuff? Like, why do I care? This this is a good question i'm gonna pretend someone asked it oh thanks thanks for your great question Luca. thanks Luca. <laughs> luca's really killing it <laughs> <the> today <laughs> <laughs> what's better the past or the future Ooh, i'm gonna go future because future has a lot more like ooh, we could get in cool debates about it like what's gonna happen where the past always has an undertone of sadness 
Yeah, the past overall wasn't great. Not great. Like, I, I think we could do about the past a lot of the time. Dude, I yeah. recently learned – this might be completely off topic, but I was at a Barnes & Nobles yesterday. Yes, I'm single and sad. And mm-hmm. I was shopping, and this old guy walked up to me and started to explain to me what an Achilles heel really means. Do you know what it means? In what context? So like, what the origin of the Achilles heel the, is? The mythology yeah. where Achilles got shot? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He, so basically, this Greek god was invincible, but his heel. I, mm-hmm. well, it feels like it's pretty easy to protect your heel, dude. Just, yeah. you know, maybe put it in some dirt or, like, don't go out, put a boot on or something. Protect that bad boy. I'm like, and he's like, no, nah, he wore sandals. I'm yeah. like, that's just, we're like, how how be, how desperate are you to look cool, Achilles? <laughs> just protect that heel. <laughs> if he had, like, an Evo shield on, <laughs> dude, that's easy. would be fine. If all I had to do if, was protect my sh- heel in life, I'm invincible. You're not getting near it. <laughs> mythology had some – they made some bangers, but they also had some where you're like, that's – you could have came up with anything. The heel? And you made a god <laughs> – there was like the god of farming. <laughs> the, that, the, that's a horrible the game. The god of corn. And so it's like, oh, great. You have no value. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So. There's so many Greek gods that I, I'm almost convinced that I could get a certificate to become a Greek god. Yeah, and then there's Egyptian, Roman. You've lost me. I'm, I'm stuck on Greek gods. We'll, we'll get there yeah. another day. Shout out Percy Jackson. Oh, they bombed. That's that. They made two movies, right? I think the second one was terrible. I think they were all terrible. That's true. Loved those books as a kid, though. Next question. Great books. Would you rather have Alex Verdugo have success as a two-way player or have the Red Sox sign Trevor Story or Carlos Correa? Thank you, Alonzo, for this question. I knew this one would hit you in the funny bone. In the funny bone. Yeah, because you're going to be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. That was a good joke. Okay. That was a good joke. Oh, okay. That's, was that an accident? No, it was in perp. I made that joke in purpose. Just answer the question, Jack. <laughs> I don't know That's. I don't know if that's a joke. It's a good question. I think that's an expression. Just answer the question. God. Okay. I'm infuriated right no, now. No, I'm really interested in this. My rage is untethered. At, <laughs> at first, I was like, I thought you meant you were going to say it hit you in the heart. No, the funny bone. Because I care about it. But the funny bone, I feel like you would normally say that when it's something funny, but when you get hit in the funny bone. It's agony. It do, wait, does it, is the funny bone the one that hurts or the one that makes you laugh? No, the funny bone is the one that makes you feel like your arm fell off and you're like, this is the worst feeling of my life. Why is that called the funny no bone? No idea. I think it's like a subversion of expectations things. Like, oh, it's supposed to be funny, but it really hurts. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, like, you think, you think that like... was based in fact whatsoever? That's true. <laughs> that's true. This is a really good question because I love Verdugo, and I think to him to have almost homegrown success as a two-way player would that. be awesome because his hitting has been kind of lackluster. He's a, at times it's been great. I think I'd rather have Verdugo be a star, even though I really, really want story. I'd love to see Verdugo grow into a star because I'm still a little upset at the Mookie trade, and I'm going to blindly, annoyingly defend that for a while. So I agree. I think I'd rather have Verdugo become, like, the next Shohei Otani. That'd be really fun. I think, I think it's just a better story for baseball. Yeah, and I think when you have a homegrown star, that works better in the playoffs for some reason. It does. In my head. So. I'm into it. I, I want to get an Alex Verdugo pitcher jersey. That's really fun. Next question. Yeah. Do you think— Oh, I, I was talking fielding and hitting. You're saying pitching? Have success as a two-way player. That means pitching and hitting. Like become. I, I think that means defense and offense. I think it means pitching and hitting. Or it's just a wild question. I think it's a wild question. 
Because, like, you would say Shohei Otani is okay. a two-way player. Yeah, that's true. Did that change your answer that's at all? Or did that validate your answer? Yeah, that's then if it's two-way player like that, then it's not even a question. Okay, then Verdugo it is. Next question. Yeah. Do you think losing to DH when you take out your starter is a good compromise? Noah, this was a good question. A very serious a good one. Question. I don't like that. Um, yeah, in theory, it works because that entices you to keep your starter yeah. in longer, which I like. But then you just have relief pitchers hitting who are even worse at hitting than starters. And I also just really don't like National League Baseball rules. I'm just going to come out and say it. Just give me straight up. Yeah. You have a DH for nine innings. You have your starting pitcher. You have your relievers. Come up with another way to do it. But I really am just kind of out on the National League rules at this point in my life. I just want AL rules. I'm an AL guy. So it's a good compromise. Yeah. I, if they did it, I would not be upset. I get it. But it's not my ideal version. Yeah, that's an interesting and unique proposition. I like it. I'll give you that. It's it's a good take. So I'll give you that, Noah. Next question. Who's the better outfielder? I'm going to change Presley's question here to who would you rather have on your team, Jack? Or who would you rather go bowling with, mm. Mike Trout or Ken Griffey Jr.? Okay. I think I'd, I'd got to go Trout. I go Trout, too. Griffey's a legend. I like Griffey a lot. But Trout just, I don't know. I'd rather There's be something about. I'd rather be Griffey's teammate. To be honest, I think he'd be more fun to be. A, uh, I have such a hot take. I don't even know if I want to say it. Uh, if it's too hot, I would let it cool down and then say it. I'm saying it. Oh, God. I like Mike Trout, Mike Trout swing more than Ken Griffey Jr.'s. That's a hot take. That's a real hot take yeah. right there. I love his when he hits a bomb because I like a righty swing way more than That's a lefty. Fair. Sue me. And he hits the low ball really well. And I love the low ball. So I just love when he dips down and just hits a shot off that low changeup. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. But for me, I think if I was drafting a team, I'd take Mike Trout because he might be the greatest baseball player of all time. But if I was on the team and like, oh, I'm the left fielder, I want to be with Ken Griffey Jr. because he'd be really— Griffey's so much more fun. So much more fun to be in a clubhouse with. I'd rather be with Griffey. Yeah. People do say that Griffey's the greatest of all time too, though. That is true. He's the funnest of all time, and that's not even close. Yeah. He's so fun. Next, where do you see the Giants in the near future from our boy Carson? So I'm going to say near future. Let's say the next two seasons. I see them as a third to second place NL West potential wildcard team. Mm. This one's tough. It is tough. Because they won the division this year. Kind of lightning in a bottle, though. Felt like that. And especially it looks like they're not gonna like they're not signing stars no. they're not like going all in i think they're gonna continue playing well but i mean i don't think they're world series favorites or anything like that but until they suck i think they've proved that we can't really doubt them that's fair so i don't know I i'd say going to the season you're hopeful to win the division but you know it's going to be really tough but that's probably your first goal that's fair. So you're seeing you see them as like a perennial division threat for the next two years. Yeah. Okay. I like this. That's a good answer. Giants fans are going to be happy with you. A biannual postseason threat. <laughs> biannual. Next favorite superhero movie from our boy Caden, patron. Question. Appreciate you. This is very timely. Spider Man No Way Home. Caden the patron. We love a patron. Um, yeah. I'll let you go first. 
I, I would like you to go first. Oh, what a gentleman pod. Uh, it's probably still Avengers Infinity War for me. I thought that was mm-hmm. a great movie. I love when a villain Good wins. It's, for some reason, I find it really interesting. I'm a big superhero nerd. Uh, no Way Home's up there, though. That was really, really good. No spoilers, but that was a great movie. Yeah. I feel like it's tough, though, because it literally came out this weekend. So my bias is definitely there. It's Yeah, so it's... I think I'm going to go Ant-Man. I hate that movie, so that's a terrible answer. Really? I'm not in on... I Paul love, Rudd's hilarious. Paul Rudd's really funny, but I don't love the movie. Ant-Man 2 wasn't that good, no. but Ant-Man 1, I really enjoyed. That's fair. Who's your favorite superhero? As a kid, it was always Aquaman. That's very on brand for you. Yeah, but I hate the Momoa. Aquaman. Well, people say I look like Jason Momoa. No one. <laughs> I get this. I get this very often. People say that I. That's right. Yeah, I look like Jason Momoa right. and Robert Downey right. Jr. Exactly. had a baby. Okay. See a little bit. Have you ever gotten a Robert Downey Jr. comp? No, I lied. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm a dirty liar. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the old school, like stupid Aquaman. I thought that was funny. That was. And I, water is the most powerful thing on the earth. If you can control dolphins, that's sick. To be honest, though, Aquaman's kind of a lame hero. If I was going to, like, rank the lameness of heroes, Aquaman's kind of coming up pretty high. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he's slept on. Okay, maybe. My favorite superheroes are Spider-Man and Flash because they're both awesome. The Flash is the cool. Flash is the Flash so is so cool. cool, dude. I was – I, like – I wanted to like the Flash, but I never really got into him, into him. And I think part of me was like, Aquaman, no one likes him, so I'm going to like him. Ooh. I had his little Lego figure. It was lit. A quirky decision. I like that. I have yeah. to go Flash and Spider-Man because Spider-Man's way too trendy to pick right now. If I'm like, oh, Spider-Man's my favorite yeah. hero. Well, I mean, I had a Spider-Man phase two when I was like 10. Like, every kid loves Spider-Man. It's hard not He's just to a legendary him. hero. Tom Holland. Yeah. Hot boy of the year. Yeah. He's a little too small for me, I Is, think. Oh, he's so smoky. Tom Holland. I, I'd like, I like an Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's sneaky smoky as well. Oh. He crushed. 2012, Andrew Garfield was the hottest man on the planet. Oh, yeah. And he's British. Dude, crazy. British actors who do American accents make no sense to me. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you have feelings in a different accent? (laughs) I'm a little upset at that because you can't – other people can't do that. Like, what if Andrew Garfield had to play Shang-Chi and he did, like, an Asian accent? That would not fly. No, it would not. Also, a great movie, by the way. Is that cultural appropriation for British people and two British people in a row to play Spider-Man who's from New York? I don't think so. Culturally appropriate Americans all day. We suck. Dude, I don't care. That's true. That's true. We made the hot dog. I don't think we have any ground to stand on. (laughs) Did we make the hot dog? Feels like that's an American food. I don't think any other country would be stupid enough. It could be German. No, they're too – they go sausage. They're classier than us. We decided to take everything else and throw it into a roll and call it a dog. This is worth a doodle because this will change my opinion on many this things. This will. Like, I think go away. But Tom Holland – see, to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of British accents. So – but Tom Holland makes it work. I'm like, he has a sexy British accent. Yeah. It always throws yeah. me off guard, though, when I when I think somebody has an American accent and then they have the British accent. I'm like, I did not expect that. Boy, did I nail this. Is it German? The, the hot dog was invented by a German immigrant. In America. Well, yeah, that's crazy. So, Germany, if you take a little bit of Germany and, spring, and put it in America, you get the hot dog. it in Greece, you get the hot dog. <laughs> and yeah. you got an American hot dog. Yeah. All right, next question. What does the future of the Mariners look like? Will they win a World Series soon? I put this as the next three years. Will they win a World Series in the next three years? I, 
Uh, I think they're going to be good very soon. I, I'm going to say yeah. I don't think they're going to win a World Series. I'm coming in yes. I'm going to say 2023 Mariners are taking it all. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. I'm just I'm comparing it to Padres and Braves, kind of those, okay. the recent breakout teams who they do really well, but actually winning that World Series, it took the Braves a while. They won in 2021. That young core was emerging in, what, like 2018, 2019? That's true. So I think it takes a while to actually win it, but they will be really good very soon. That's fair. Also, your dog is going off in the background right now. My dog, yeah. She's having a day. She likes to alert us when someone's driving down the street. 30 feet away. She's, so. she's a guard dog. Her vision awesome. is pristine, so I got to respect that. I, I like dogs. I like dogs, too. <laughs> this... I'm glad we established this. And, <laughs> and not a lot of things infuriate me, but when my dog barks at nothing for no reason, I get unreasonably upset. What are you doing? Lily, get it together. Yeah. Like, I get to the point where I understand where some people in the world eat dogs. <laughs> You're having a day. You're having an absolute day. Next question. Who has the funniest batting stance in the MLB right now? Thanks to C Flash for this. I'm going to go Flash because I don't know. Um, good superhero. Yeah, good superhero. Flock. Flock. That's definitely Flock. Could be Flock, but Flock Flocka. felt hard to say, and I just wanted to avoid it. I'm going to yeah, go with John Carlos Stanton just because I find it really funny that he just stands there so nonchalantly and swings as hard as he can every pitch. Yeah. There's no, like, crazy ones right now. Not right now. Um, I'm I was trying to think of one. Tim LaCastro has a pretty like funny stance, but. I was thinking that, too, for some reason. Yeah. There's no, like, Eucalyptus. There's not. Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but I really like Stanton's, like, I'm going to stand straight up with the bat that looks too mm -hmm. small for me and swing as hard as I can. Yeah. The funniest. Yeah, I don't know what the funniest is. I think Soto has kind of a weird one. He does have a very really weird like one. It. He does, like, the helicopter bat every time, which is funny to me. Yeah. The funny one. Rizzo kind of has a funny one. He does. He's very open. He, like, stands with his, like, front yeah. foot outside the box. It's kind of wild. Yeah. I, I'm i sure we're missing, like, a just really wacky one, but I can't really think. Mm -hmm. Comment below if you have one. Next, what are you feeling about the Cubs' future? Shout out to our friend Greek for this question. Greek. Shout out. I don't know. Because I'm confused. Because it felt like it was – everything was horrible. Oh, I'm hungry. Me too. It felt like everything was horrible. But then I kind of really like the Stroman signing, and there's still, I guess, hope to get Chris Bryant and Rizzo. So depending on the offseason after the lockout, things could change. But right now, I think, and that division isn't that great, so there's always a chance. I think they're in limbo right now. They could either make moves to make them just be bad or not rebuild, as they say they don't want to do. So I think they're in limbo. I agree. I I like their deadline. I was always positive on the Cubs trade deadline. I was like, if you're going to tank, yeah. tank. Get all the assets you can. So I'm kind of in. I'm in on the Cubs. I like the Stroman signing. Be competitive. I say the Cubs have a mediocre future in the next couple years, but it's not going to be the worst like in that. baseball. So, Yeah, mediocre. Next is our boy Mike Yastrzemski hot. Now, this is an interesting question from Pasta Man. <laughs> I'm going to go no. I think he could be hot, but I don't know if he's like currently – I would not look at him. and If I was trying to convince people baseball players was hot, I don't know if I'm picking Mike Yastrzemski as my candidate. He is what you would call a good-looking He's good-looking, for sure. I don't know if hot. Yeah. I don't know if he crosses in the hot territory, though. Yeah. He doesn't have the eyes he doesn't or the facial no. hair for me. I'm big on facial hair. I like a good beard. Yeah. 
Which we're both still pursuing. Oh, I'm desperate for one. I need one. I'm dying for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a just solid looking man, but I don't think he's hot. I, I don't think he is either. It's tough because like who are we to speak? Borderline. But Well, of course. Well, yeah. We're experts in this field, but it's tough. Yes. He could be. I'm I'm gonna say maybe. I see him at thirty seven years old being really hot. Like his his second chapter is a smoky life. He's a premature silver fox. Oh yeah. Who's not silver he's yet. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna age really well. So that's kinda where I fall on yes. him. So good for him. Uh, really good for him, because we both Huge know we're him. falling off a cliff. Next, oh, yeah. who is hotter, Dansby Swanson or Bartolo Cologne? This one is easily Dansby, and I get the Bartolo is hot meme, but if we're just going to be objective, it's Dansby Swanson. Yeah, I think people – yeah, let's not joke around. I'm not here to make a joke yeah. about this one. Let's not joke. I don't – this it's one's Dansby not Swanson. comedy. Like, I don't get this question, Anthony. I don't know where you're trying to go with this. <laughs> Suck it, Anthony. <laughs> this is the worst question we've got. <laughs> Um, I think Bartolo has charm to him, and I'm sure for some people, Dansby would be like, "What? Like, how is he gonna provide for That's me?" That's true. Bartolo does look like he'd chop woods for fun. Yes. So I'm into that. Yeah, it, I, I'd go Dansby. Next question. I love how serious we go that one. Despite losing Scherzer and Seager, are the Dodgers still World Series champions? There was no name to this one. It was just a bunch of underscores. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, they're not champions. Are the Dodgers still World Series contenders? Contenders. I like champions. Just no, no, no. They're not. <laughs> they didn't win. I say yes. Um, yeah, I think they're always going to be contenders. I also think that the Dodgers play better when they're not the top, top guaranteed to win yeah. it. I think that hasn't really worked out for them. So I like them more underdog. Like going to September when. You say, hey, the Dodgers are kind of good. That's their sweet spot, I think, for the next three I years. agree. And also, Dustin May is coming back from Tommy John, and people forget how good he oh. is. So I think he's going to be a big yeah. pickup. That's going to be great. Do you think the Yankees' That's... quiet offseason will hurt them or be positive for their team from our boy Joe? I hate to say this, but I think it might actually hurt I think them. so, too. I think that it's going to yeah. be like addition by subtraction in a weird way. Like, I think they're going to trade mm -hmm. somebody away, sign Rizzo, and it's going to be like a quiet offseason. But, hey, guys, we believe in you. Let's go out and do it. Because they need stuff, but like they don't need Scherzer. No. They don't need a Verlander. They can't, Well, everyone needs one. But I think they need more of, like, the glue pieces to work and management to all coexist perfectly. So I think being – they need to make big moves, but if they can do that in a quiet way – if that makes sense, I think that. Will I work. agree. Like going out, going out and getting Chris Bryant isn't necessarily going to fix everything. I agree. I think that's more. I think that adds to the problem. You're just bringing in more guys who mm -hmm. maybe are a little overpaid and like adding to that core. I think you need to find like like you said the the lower pieces like the Mets did last year. Now, last question: Who will have a better career, Adley Rushman or Spencer Torkelson? And I'm going to change this question because we can't answer okay. that one. So I'm going to say, whose jersey? Would you like to buy more, Adley Rushman or Spencer Torkelson? Can I answer both questions? Sure. And then I have a third one, too. Good question, by the way, whoever sent this one in. <laughs> I think so it's <laughs> – that's, that's your answer? After, you just forgot the answer. Well, I'm thinking if I should go look up who sent it in because it's a good I'll one. find it. Okay. Adley Rushman is a catcher who – it's really hit or miss. I mean, you're either Buster Posey, or Yadier Molina, Salvador Perez, or people don't really know your name unless they're really inside baseball. Spencer Torkelson is a power-hitting first baseman. 
So I think when it's all said and done, my I'm going with my gut. Adley Rushman. I think Adley Rushman actually will, and I think he will be like the next best catcher. Torkelson. I don't know if he can get away from his name. If he's great, his name will it's make true. him even better. But like the torque is already there. At the, I mean, great names for puns. Like, don't rush, man. Take your time throwing down to second base. I like, I agree. Torkelson is either a superstar with his last name, or it's one of those jerseys that you're like, oh, do you remember Spencer Torkelson? And... Yeah, I I love a good baseball name. I do That's too. funny. One of our first episodes, we drafted the draft that Rushman in, I think. Yeah, we drafted baseball in. names. Baseball by names. But I think there needs to be a revolution. <laughs> on the boring name. Okay, you want to bring back the boring name like Joe Randa? There's so many <laughs> Yeah, there's so many crazy names in baseball. What about like JD Drew? Like where are those now? Or like Joe Smith. I like it. I'm into a Joe Smith. Shout out Tyler Long for this s- question by the way. He's the one who asked it. Shout out Tyler Long. That's a That's good a great name. baseball name. Long's a good last yeah. name. I like that. That's an athlete's last name. Yeah, a lot of lot of Football talent with long. Yeah, you're definitely a maybe a long snapper. If we we're gonna get real punny with it. By the way, easy, the yeah. weirdest job in sports. Your job is to be the long snapper. Yeah, and people really, really get it. Dude, into you it. can make a career off being a long snapper. Make six hundred six hundred thousand dollars a year just snapping a football. A long yeah. way. That's all you have to do. Sports are so They're weird. They're so weird, dude. Like, be, you could make an NFL career by just punting a ball, and that's wild to me. Yeah. And I don't know why I never pursued that career. But that's the end of our fan questions. So this is our last episode of 2021, Jack. Ever. Ever. We're canceling the We Got Us podcast. So I decided to compile a little bit of a year in review. So this is uh, nice. five questions for Jack that have something to do about sports. So we're going to do have a little bit yeah, about sports today. So, Jack. It's kind of a we got ice fiend, but what was your favorite part of 2021 baseball related? 2021 baseball, probably, probably the spider tax. It was really fun. We really milked that too. Really fun. We milked it. Probably could no. We did, yeah, we milked it pretty good. I think it was viral enough, but also kind of lighthearted. It enough was that like no one was getting hurt, no one was losing anything. It was just fun. Um, and a lot of memes, a lot of jokes helped the brand. So I think that I I'll look back fondly on that for a while. Yeah, that one's gonna that one ages really well in my eyes. Um, I think for me it was spring training. To be honest with you, just um having like after twenty twenty yeah. with no spring training really. That's true. And like the the feeling of baseball is back in our first full season as a podcast, being like, oh wow, this that is really nice. cool. We get to watch. I cared about pitchers and catchers reporting and all the rumor mail. I really liked that. Spring training for me was definitely it. Next, what was your favorite We Got Ice moment or video from twenty twenty one? good question a couple come to mind so i'll kind of just work through it the spider tack video You're was awesome one of my fun the funniest videos you've ever made it was so yeah, funny that went crazy i was on vacation when i posted it and it got three million views in 12 hours it was crazy i was like oh that's wild i was paddleboarding <laughs> which is kind of paddleboarding's not a fun time you gotta that's like an athletic feat to paddleboard you have to have balance yeah that's why i don't have that me neither. Um, I also probably the other thing is bringing wiffle ball into the 
videos where it kind of happened accidentally very naturally where i was like hey we're we play wiffle ball all the time even before we made content out of it mm -hmm. and i just filmed some stuff one day and people loved it and now it's like half of everything we do and got us a lot of places so probably that first the first wiffle at bat i'd say it was my favorite i tried because it just yeah. it was a first try i was just like hey this format kind of looks fun i remember we were on a zoom call i was like let's write this out then we did it and it crushed and now we have made like 80 of them see i i try to remember that a lot but i can't i never i can't remember our first like the first day we filmed a wiffle ball at bat like did it go well did it go badly yeah. i don't remember it i that is a good point. I remember that day we were playing and I was filming some stuff and then I made it into like a compilation. And then I did a lot of just stuff in the yard alone. But then I think we came and did like schedule yeah. this recording session we were doing at bats. I think we might have just done one. Yeah, I don't really remember it, but uh, it apparently worked. So that's good. I think for me yeah. was the first time that you pitched the name We Got Ice to me. A lot of people ask this. I'll never oh. forget. We were in a Zoom meeting, and we were trying to think of a name to change our podcast to, and you showed me this logo. It was an ice cube with an orange slice that had a change yeah. on it, a chain on it, and I remember looking at that and in a moment being like, that's it. That's the one. Mm -hmm. It immediately clicked to me, and you were like, oh, we got ice. And then we just like went over like a bunch of different names after that, and I just kept coming back to like, no, dude, that that's the one. We got ice is the one. And just like having that like euphoria moment – and then it working with our first viral video or our first or best video ever yeah. being welcome to We Got Ice. I remember seeing all the comments yeah. like, yo, I'm in on this. We got a bunch of a couple minor league players at the time commented, yo, how do I get in on this? How do I work for you guys? And we had like 11,000 followers on TikTok. And it just like created this aura. And I'll never forget seeing that image and just having it painted in my head like that's it. That's definitely up there for me too. That moment where I went to check TikTok. I just starting TikTok too. That was this year. No, that was last. That was uh, so, 2020. That's true, but we got I started starting, this year. We got I the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I posted that TikTok, being like, "Welcome to We Did Ice," and it took me like all day to write and shoot, and then it doing well, which I don't even. It probably doesn't even have that many views, but now, but I was like, "Wow, this is working. This is gonna work," and I was like, "Oh, this is like a thing," and that was it was such a nice feeling, and we've been running with that. Yeah, we're gonna. Re I'm gonna cry. I know. I might cry too. We gotta repost that video on our. We got ice one year anniversary oh, yeah. and just kind of like. I think it aged well. I'm sure the quality is horrible and the audio will be bad and I'll cringe, but I think it did too. I think the story is. Great. I see. Yeah, the story behind it's good. That's definitely my favorite moment. What's your least favorite moment from the year of We Got Ice? I have a couple. Ooh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I can really say on air. I don't know if I can say this. Um, yeah, I would, I would filter it. <laughs> yeah. Probably just – yeah, I don't know if I can answer this. Just I have one. If it, it'll set you up a little disappointment, better. Disappointment, I guess. Mine is technology. It's, yeah. I, I've realized how much I hate technology and the amount of times we've had to can stuff. Like losing content is my least favorite moment. And the amount of times we've yeah. recorded a podcast or had a video and it just didn't work and you have to delete it because you know, hey, posting this isn't the right thing to do, especially with podcasts when we record for like an hour and a half and we're like, that just sucked and we're not going to post it. Those are my least yeah. favorite moments, always. The one – we've had one full-on – we recorded for an hour and then both said that was – That was really bad. And we just didn't post yeah. it. But I think, I think 
fondly of that more than negatively. Interesting. Just because it's kind of funny. It is funny. But the ones the ones that it was good and then we lose it to tech issues, those are those are pretty deflated. It it's hurts the morale a lot when you put like because yeah. you like you know it takes like four, a bunch of time to get the podcast done, edited, ready to post, and then you go to post and you're like, oh, there's a tech issue. This sounds really bad. And I yeah, very out on that. So that was my least favorite moment. Yeah, I'd say put it in general, putting in a lot of hours and getting hope up, hope worked up to then have everything fall apart. Yeah, there are a couple moments that I don't think we can say on air, but those are also kind of those are kind of sad too. All right, next question: What was your favorite podcast moment from twenty twenty one? We did a lot. We did a hundred podcasts. One hundred and two. 102 not including the 20 patreon pods we did so about 100 and then including the ones we probably scrapped probably like 130 yeah we, we talked for good we, we chatted <laughs> favorite moments this nort pod was really Nort good. pods up there for me recency bias yeah norps up there I'm trying to think of other guests i don't know probably probably switching onto youtube yeah that's my favorite moment the first time we published a youtube podcast even though the quality was so bad the first time we published a youtube podcast was my favorite moment because seeing myself like seeing us on the tv and being like oh this is like how i'd watch podcasts and like it really made me feel like we were a real show that's cool that that was my moment yeah i i guess my answer would be slowly just having a ton of people listen because we did this for a while when no one's really listening, and even when they were, we didn't know they were. No. Because numbers are one thing, but having people interact with the stuff you're actually saying, because we say a lot of dumb a stuff. A lot of dumb stuff. And then having people be like, hey, that's funny. is That's really a cool feeling, like everyone listening right now. That's cool. That is cool. Uh, my last question. What was my most alien moment, in your opinion? Ooh. What comes to mind is bread in the fridge. Bread in the fridge. Which... <laughs> that wasn't even on the pod. Ooh. Yeah, that wasn't on the pod. Yeah, I just thought it was mainly on the Patreon pod, too. Yeah, that, that conversation was literally just off air in general. That was just me and you chatting. Yeah, yeah Lorenzo said he keeps his bread in the fridge all the time. I changed. Not I don't keep freezer, it in the fridge the anymore. Fridge. I keep it out. I changed. Which, <laughs> I, that one, I think you actually have a lot of people on your side. People united for, for me. But for me, I was just like, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard. But there's so many. It's probably that, though. Yeah, I think the funniest moment of dialogue we've had is when i told you about my toasting habits and you were like what is wrong with you when i double toast yeah and you were like well this is insane you are insane i think that was the moment of the birth you've a, you've a lot of issues with, bre- with bread me and bread are not great friends we're we're, we're a little bit <laughs> yeah. of enemy you should go on keto i should i should become keto. a keto guy but then we'll lose the bits yeah. so that was that was also funny to me that's true but that's all the questions that's i good. got those were good. You're welcome. I'm really good at these five questions thing. We're going to keep this around. So I just wanted to say. Was that five? That was five. I really. Oh, that'd be so funny if it was four. If it, if it, or if it was like six. And then I was like, damn it, I suck. But yeah, I, I wish it was six. I just wanted to thank everybody who decided to listen this year, guys. Awesome 2021. First full season as we got ice. So little claps in the chat for you guys. You killed it. We brought Wilson on board. Jack decided to bully me slightly less. We had a name change. Mm-hmm. All this fun stuff. And. We're at the end of the pod, so I'm going to ask you, if you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating. Spotify just launched a rating system. Uh, if you guys listen to the podcast of this episode, you'll be able to do it. Leave a rate, five-star rating or two-star rating if that's how you feel. I'm not here to tell you how you feel. Just be honest. Be honest. 
uh, they really help the podcast, uh, especially get promoted on other platforms and stuff like that. So if you have the time to do that, we'd really appreciate it. If you're on YouTube and you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the channel. That also helps a lot. And yeah, Jack, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Tell a friend. Spread the Spread word. The word. It helps us a lot. That's the best way to help the pod grow. We have big plans. And we're excited for you guys to grow along with us and have an even better 2020. So, uh, so sh- share the We'll pod. talk to you next year, guys. All right. Take it easy and stay chilly. Peace.